Well, hello and welcome to the Movie Paradise. I am your host, Nathaniel Moldar, and this is the next installment in our Wrapping Up 2018 editorial series. Every year here on the Movie Paradise, once the year comes to a close, we like to come up with some of our lists to talk about the year that was. We talked about the most surprising films of the year, the wor- uh, most disappointing films of the year, favorite films, least favorite films. We rank the comic book movies and we talk about our most anticipated movies of the coming year. Uh, and I am joined here with Rob Jaginta. Rob, thanks for being here. What's up, man? So, uh, and this is our least favorite films of the year. We're talking about the movies that quite didn't do it for us. Uh, but before we get into our list, uh, I want to start off by saying that there is, every t- time that, uh, people start doing the wrapping up of the year lists and, uh, there's this ongoing debate about whether or not worst list should exist. And so... I just wanted to preface our list by kind of bringing this up a little bit. If you uh, listened to my Film Thoughts episode, I I talked about my personal opinion on uh, Worthless and how I think I can see where some people are coming from when they say they don't like them and that it's uh, ignorant towards creators or whatever. But I also gave the other side in which that I feel like if film critics and film reviewers cater too much to the creators when talking about film. It, it doesn't allow for film reviewers and film critics to be as objective as they possibly can. Also, how do, how do you expect films to get better over time? Like, yeah. how do you expect these filmmakers to get better if you're just coddling them and telling them, oh yeah, that yeah. was good, That's when it's not really good, and yeah. then they keep doing the same craft. If I think as long as there's constructive criticism, it yeah. will help these directors get better at yeah. making movies. I think we we have even been um, at fault sometimes of kind of going overboard yeah, and just in trashing people. <laughs> and so that's why I want to move away I from I mean, it. at least for us, we actually, like these like high-profile critics, they get free screenings. They see yeah. We actually have to pay money to see these movies. So yeah. I, I feel like there's a little bit of different there. Like, if I'm not happy about it, I paid money, so I think I deserve a little right to complain. Yeah. Did not go after anybody personally. No, you have gone over Ruben Fleischer many <laughs> that, times that, personally. We have beef, that guy. <laughs> well, on, you have beef. He doesn't even know who you are. <laughs> He'll know. <laughs> Soon enough. So that's why with this, I've for, I've been wanting to do this for a couple of years, and we finally did it. We're calling this our least favorite films of the year, because I think that, one, I've always kind of referred to... Uh, the best list as our favorite films because that's what they are. They're our favorite films. They're not the best movies of the year. They're what we would call our favorite films of the year. So we'd always called it favorite films of the year and then worst films of the year. So just for consistency, it makes sense. Favorite films, least favorite films. So I think that hammers in the idea that this is all of our opinion. This isn't... We're not trashing the people who made this film. Obviously, when I say I thought Aquaman sucked... I know that there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who went into making that movie. and But my job as a film reviewer, and my job as an independent film critic, is when I think a movie sucks, to say that a movie sucks. And I'm not going to change my opinion just because I know like that there were people involved in making the movie. I will acknowledge that and i will say i'm glad that those people got work and that they were paid for their work and they're able to provide for their families and whatnot but i thought the movie sucked and i'm gonna say the movie sucked because if i don't say a movie sucked when i thought it sucked then how can you take me seriously and how can you trust anything i say as a film reviewer so 
so don't make a worse list. <laughs> but we will make a least favorite list. Okay. <laughs> I can handle that because at least you're stating your opinion up front. <laughs> All right. So Great. so let's get into least favorite films of 2018. So how this is going to work is we have uh, five films and three honorable mentions. So how this is going to go is Rob will say his three honorable mentions or dishonorable mentions rather. I'll say my three dishonorable mentions. You'll do your five through two. I'll do my five through two. And then we'll say what our least favorite film of the year was. So, Rob, why don't you kick us off with your three dishonorable mentions? All right. So, my third dishonorable mention is the little action action film Hunter Killer. Uh, this is a movie that stars Gerard Butler, everybody's favorite action star. Oh, yeah. Great this, guy. Geostorm. Yeah. What a brilliant motion he picture. Does a lot of straight to DVDs, and this should have been one of them because this movie <laughs> was incredibly boring. I took a very long nap during mm. it. Um, there's just there was nothing that stood out about this movie with other action movies. There was yeah. no was the action horrible? Not necessarily, but definitely mm-hmm. didn't stand out at all. The acting I thought was very poor. You had mm-hmm. Gerard Butler who I get I, I don't know if he's trying his best or whatever, but it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman is giving a ridiculous performance and Com- Common as well was mm-hmm. giving a ridiculous performance. And then all like the side characters are no name actors that you don't know and they're all Mm-hmm. hamming it up and it was just a it felt like a movie that came like straight out of the 90s dvd five dollar box oh, it was just oh. a, wa- a waste of time and what the hell is that name hunter killer that's such a stupid it, title. it was in the what the hell was it's like the name of like a squad sub squad submarine we are squad. the hunter killers I, that's i don't know you're either a hunter or you're a killer you can be both you well you can be both but if you hunt something and you kill it you're you're a hunter and you're a killer I feel like it's kind of redundant. I don't know. The, the implication when you hunt is that you kill. You should Unless if it's specified that you don't kill when you hunt. But you should have saw the movie. You would have loved it. Yeah. I didn't see this piece of shit. Um, there's... <laughs> hey, we're not supposed to trash movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, I didn't see this how I might perceive it as being a piece of shit. Uh... So this care. is one that Fuck I... that movie. There's That's a couple... There's say. a couple... Of, I think there's a few on your list that I haven't seen. I don't even... You probably haven't seen most of these. All right. What's your next Um, honorable mention? Dishonorable. uh, That would be Mile 22. Ooh. Another Uh, one I didn't see. A movie that was on my most disappointing of the year because of Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg who delivered three A-quality films, in my opinion, with Lone Survivor, Deepwater Horizon, and Patriot's Day. But this seemed like they literally just got drunk on the set and just (laughs) had a... Like, just... Like in your opinion, like, they got my, yeah, and like had a, <laughs> and like just had a ball or whatever the hell. But the movie ended up just being like, just yeah. There was no likable characters. There was a lot of bad acting, especially from the girl from Walking Dead, Lauren Cohen. I think that's what her name is, and Ronda Rousey, who should not be in movies. Please no. stop it. And, I'm done with these. I'm sorry. A little side tangent. I'm done with these wrestlers going into acting. I'm sorry. There's a couple. Of good, obviously, The Rock is great. I think yeah. Dave Batista is good in certain roles. There's a few others, but John Cena <laughs> in Bumblebee. Get this guy out of movies. I don't care. <laughs> like he was, he was, he was really good in Trainwreck in that he was one good role. In but get get the guy out of the fucking movies. I don't mind. No, and get Ronda Rousey There's out too. Comedies, know. he's fine in. Anything else, forget about it. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and then there was just a lot of shaky cam action, and while there were a few good scenes, I thought, mm-hmm. it just, nothing, like, nothing, yeah. 
it was all few few and far between and it just it was long too and just yeah. a loud obnoxious kind of movie with a line at the end where <laughs> one of the main villains says to Mark Wahlberg like I don't know if you've seen the SNL with Andy Samberg being Mark Wahlberg when he's like no. say hi to your mother for me <laughs> but like the guy says like say hi to your mother for me is it really, oh, it's really don't see it please <laughs> when i Okay, when the trail when we had like one trailer for that movie come out and like it, it wasn't even that good of a trail. I I could smell it. Yeah. I, I could smell that one coming. I could smell it and I, I'm I'm glad I avoided that shit. So uh what's your next honorable mention? Yeah, last my, one. My last one is Aquaman, a film that my, I'm assuming will be involved in. Oh yeah, it, I will be talking about this film. Um the Aquaman was a CGI bloated mess of a superhero movie, something that Mm-hmm. Seemed like it was made a long time ago. It seems yeah. like it's not with today's superhero movies where we actually mm-hmm. have actual character depth and, yeah. and good acting and good performances and good CGI. This had all the opposite, I thought. <laughs> you yeah. had bad performances, bad direction, bad screenplay. Just James Wan! The, the only thing good about this movie, like you said, mm-hmm. was the world that they built on yeah. pretty much nothing, which I, I like and... Yeah. Out of this movie, I want to see. I want to see a sequel, but I don't want James Wan back. I want someone else. I I don't. This all right. I'll, I'll it, it's later on my list, but yeah. I'll, I'll talk about Aquaman now. It's I don't know. I don't know because James Wan. I think we all agree James Wan is a great director. He is a great director. So what? You're gonna get another great director? Like I I I, I just don't understand. I think it does come down to the script. Yeah. And I think maybe he was tonally trying to go for something a little cheesier, a little hammier. In my opinion, I don't... Sometimes that can work for me. But in most cases, I don't like when movies go in that direction. Okay. So, I... I kind of... See, they have all the right parts. I think you have... You have a brilliant cast. The cast? Excellent cast. You have a great director. Really? You have... What? Excellent cast. I don't know. Some of the actors I thought... Amber Heard... Great actor. What? Amber Heard's a great actor. What the hell have you seen her in? A few things. What? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. She stinks. She can deliver. She stinks. I'm sorry. Willem Dafoe. Nicole Kidman. She's good. Um, The guy I thought played Manta was really bad, though. Uh, Well, okay. I I don't know because we haven't... Dolph Lundgren's no festival. Because I think the role was... He was told to play the role that way, so we... At least I haven't seen him in something in, else where to see if what range he has. But I think that I I can't necessarily blame him for that because I think yeah. that's what the role called him to do. He's gonna be in us too. Yeah, so, so that that'll be interesting. To to see and I there. I think Jason Momoa could work as Aquaman. I don't, I just I don't know I just, what it is about him, but I just don't like him to be yeah. like when I I just don't find him believable or. Mm-hmm. Or charismatic, like I find someone like The Rock. Like, well, mm-hmm. I don't think he's the greatest actor in the world. Yeah, he's enjoyable to watch on screen because I think he has a, a certain charisma that. Yeah, J- I think Jason Momoa is trying to gain as well, but I don't think he it See, works. I think as if well. they just went for a purely like get rid of all the comedy that they're trying to do, get rid. I think if they were going for a pure like kind of badass action yeah. gritty. You wanted Aquaman? them to take Aquaman seriously, but then yeah. you throw in ridiculous scenes with with yeah. octopuses playing but the I drums. Thought, I thought the whole point of casting Jason Momoa was to make people take this film seriously. Uh, make people take the character yeah. seriously. And then they're doing fucking, like, when he's, he's when he's calling the fish, they have yeah. the sound effects from the Super Friends TV show to or whatever, when he's summoning the fish and he he's in his classic costume. And, like, is I felt like the whole point of casting him... 
was to you might as well have gotten uh Pat- Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might as well have gotten uh, Patrick Wilson. You yeah. Know, he like to go for the classic blonde look, Aquaman. You might as well have just done that. Like, I I don't know. I I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot. I think if we were given the Aquaman that they kind that they, tr- they promised, promised us, us, well that that they alluded to by <laughs> casting Jason Momoa and the, it looked like the direction they were going in. If they gave us that Aquaman, I think Jason Momoa could be very serviceable. I just. Don't think the comedy worked for him. I think he was great in action scenes. I don't think the action itself was anything to write home about. No. But I think he can hold himself well in an action scene and he can deliver on that. Uh, but as soon as he has any of these moments of comedy, I, I didn't buy it. And some of the, in the dramatic moments, I didn't think he was anything great in. So Bad movie. It was. I will say it was a bad movie. <laughs> a lot of people are probably screaming at their yeah. phones like or whatever. It, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Too long, too. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that's a two and a half hour. Cut that thing down a bit, please. To especially if you're going to suck that pad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, moving on to my uh, dishonorable mentions. My third one is one that we talked about on our uh, most disappointing list, Upgrade. Oh, wow. This, I, I don't get why... There are movies that come out where people like it, and I can kind of understand. I thought this was a year specifically where there were a few films that came out, everybody loved, and I just don't get it. And I have a bunch of them on my list. Upgrade was one of them. I thought that movie was bad. I thought it was straight up bad. I I think it had some redeemable qualities, and that's why it's in my honorable mentions as opposed to actually on my list. Because it did have some redeemable qualities, but I just thought it was a bad movie. I didn't think it was written very well. I didn't think Logan Marshall Green was any good in it. I thought he was bad. I hated that they were trying to make him like a jokey kind of... They tried to make him Spider-Man almost. Like, throwing like a in... Deadpool. Yeah, or... ma- like, I don't I'm, I don't need him throwing in one-liners every time he's kicking someone's ass. I just... I, I, I just didn't see what everyone else saw in it. I thought technically it was a well-made film. And they did some cool things with it that I appreciated. But I never got into the story. I never bought into the characters. I thought a lot of the dialogue was laughable. It, I just didn't like this. Yeah, I, I, poor script was a main yeah. reason for that film's downfall. There was just some... And, and, I didn't, and it, the acting, too. I just yeah. thought the script and the the, uh, the acting yeah. was the downfall. Cool premise. Movie. I yeah. like the premise and I like the story, but... Better, but, it did a better job with that premise than Venom did. Oh, I'll tell you I, that. I will agree with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. I I did not care for upgrade at all. Nah. Uh, moving on to my next one is another one a lot of people liked, but I didn't. Game Night. Oh yeah, I thought this. That was not good. I'm sorry, I thought this movie straight up sucked. When I saw I it, when I saw it, I think I chuckled maybe once, and I was reading people like, "Oh, well, wasn't Jesse Plemons so funny?" No. I didn't uh, think he was funny. I I did think he was funny, but the rest of it I really didn't I like. I think there were some cool stylistic things that they did to try to make the to incorporate themes of like board games or whatever, which I thought was cool, but that wasn't going to save the movie for me. I is the straight up this movie did not make me laugh. And I think that is one of the most important things. And if and if you're watching a comedy 
and nothing's making you laugh, everything yeah. else becomes insufferable. The characters become insufferable. The the story, like I just didn't buy into anything, and and I I really didn't I thought care it was really it. well directed. Yeah, but the the jokes just weren't funny to me, so yeah. like I didn't get that much enjoyment out of yeah. it. That's the problem. I just I just sat in the theater. And it was, was clever, like, but just not most of the funny. Movie. It kind of. That, that's I a can, great way to put it. it I compare this to film. Sausage Party, in my opinion. I but I thought I, Sausage, I, Sausage Party, Party is a lot funnier, but I find that movie more clever than it is funny, even yeah. though it does have a lot some yeah. good funny moments. This one, not really, but this movie was. I definitely think it was a clever movie, just not the jokes just didn't work for me. So I'll agree with that. I think that's a good uh, way to put it. Uh, I think it's clever. Yeah. It's a clever film, and I I definitely like some of the stylistic choices that they made. It just wasn't funny. Hmm. And uh, my last honorable mention is one. What is it? We just talked about it, Aquaman. Oh. So I'm not going to go into my whole thing about it. But yeah, that's my last honorable mention. So, Rob, why don't you take us through your five through two? All right. Number five is a movie I'm sure is on your list, and that's Venom. Uh, Venom, Venom, A movie Venom. where its trailers were absolutely <laughs> gross and disgusting and really bad, in which the last trailer pretty much showed us the whole movie. Yep. And everything we didn't see in the trailer was even worse. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> another, another kind of like Aquaman, bad performances, wasted talent. And everyone much. went nuts for it. Yeah, yeah. At least that like had like a twenty like on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. though. So someone was on a side. Like Aquaman how, okay. still has like a fresh room. How the fuck does Venom make eight hundred and fifty million and how does Aquaman close in at a billion? This is it's, what it scares me. Like if like these mo- these movies are making more than someone like the MCU films. Yeah. Like th- these movies made more than Ant Man and the Wasp, right? Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp, I didn't think it was great, but mm-hmm. I thought it was it was fine. Yeah. It was good. Like so like I, I like I'd rather watch a movie like that than these yeah. movies. So I'm afraid they're gonna start making all the superhero movies like this, yeah. and then I'm gonna be like gross. Mar- I feel like I'm Marvel. Marvel's always gonna do their yeah. thing, and they'll be. They're good. the only ones like I'm like yeah, I'm sure confident in. Everybody else's superhero movies, I yeah. have no faith in. To be honest, this with is you. why honestly, I'll never root for a movie to fail. But I wish Aquaman failed. Because, Agreed. because I wish because Venom I failed like, too. Because now they're gonna continue in this direction yeah. that I don't like. And now I feel like DC is going to be emboldened to do. Oh, let's just instead of I think they should have reboot the DC now. Uh, DCU, I agree with you. Now. And now they're going to be like, oh, Aquaman made a billion. All right, we're going to keep going. And, yeah. And if I mean maybe Shazam is good, and maybe Wonder Woman. I I have more I was, hope in yeah. Wonder Woman than anything else. But maybe they actually make some good movies that I like. But if this is the kind of movie that is going to embolden them to keep going, and this is their Iron Man that sets the template for what's to come. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. Same with Venom. Yeah. Just... I, well, I feel like there is potential for a Morbius movie and potential for a Craven the Hunter movie and all this stuff that they're so wanting insane. to do. There is... Is there potential? Yes, there was potential in Venom. But if they make their movies to totally fit with what came with Venom, I don't want anything to do with it. Agreed. Like, I... Again, I, I would... Yeah. I was I was excited to see a Venom movie, yeah. but the team that they put together and the the movie they ended yeah. up making was really bad. Yeah, they should have they should have gone for a gritty R rated horror drama thriller. Mm-hmm. That's what it should have been. Get it's, rid of this. They tried to make it like a buddy cop kind of movie. It's just I I don't oh want my that. God, I just and and the comedy doesn't work. Get rid of, like, this could have been a really cool, like, if they really embraced the horror element instead of going off into this goofy, like, 
Like, whatever. I I thought it was terrible. The CGI was gross. Yeah. Oh my god, that was a such a awful experience sitting through that. <laughs> Twice for you. Yeah, I know. I'm like an <laughs> idiot. Right. Well, don't see it. Right. I'm, I'm sure you did already. Yep. <laughs> So my number four is another movie I'm yep. sure is on your list as we saw it together. Uh, mm-hmm. Slender Man. This is yep. a movie where I, I feel like I, I f- kind of feel bad for whoever made it because mm-hmm. I, you can honestly tell that I think there was a lot taken out of this movie through mm-hmm. either maybe like the studio or just because of that whole like controversy behind it. Maybe because mm-hmm. I know they weren't allowed to show certain yeah. scenes in their movie, but this movie totally feels like there was stuff taken out of it and. The movie is really mm-hmm. bad for that fall. There's just there's so many just we were cracking up laughing. Yeah, and people in the theater were getting annoyed with us. Yeah. They were laughing. It was like instincts because I think this was another movie that I thought was pretty well directed too. I, there was some, very, in my opinion, I thought there was some really creepy imagery and like the effects. I thought yeah. were all pretty good for the most part too. It just yeah. the the dialogue given to the characters mm-hmm. was was very wooden and the, the performance. Yeah, it was all. <laughs> But um, another thing was, like, you never knew, like, who the main character was in the yeah. movie. Like, it always, like, you'd think it was this one character, and then, mm-hmm. like, it would change to this, and it keeps switching yeah. and switching. And by the end, like, a, like a side character ends up, like, yeah. narrating the end for you, and you're like, yeah. well, we barely even saw this character. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate when they do stuff like that. That shot where the boyfriend's face that starts shaking. That was honestly one of the funniest moments. We, the, our, the, so, when we were in the theater, we were laughing throughout this movie, and I, and, like, like I said, people were getting pissed at us that we were laughing. <laughs> when that scene happened, the entire theater <laughs> erupted in the laughter. Oh, my God. And laughing, like, for, like, a good five, seven minutes. It was... This is one one movie, yeah. like, I, I, I'm, I'm glad no one else yeah. went really and saw this, because I don't think it made a lot of... And it also, I think it was just too little too late, also, to yeah. bank on this. And there was so much controversy over yeah. it because of... The, but I never really fell into that controversy, because as long as, like... Like this, this character was created before that whole yeah. thing. So as long as they the, just the, the girls who yes, killed themselves, as long as they were just using this as just a yeah, and they actually have like a good movie with it. I think yeah. people would have. And how okay many movies it. come out that are based around tragedies? Yes, and how I think many? if as long as it's handled with some respect, I think yeah. it'll be fine. But yeah. people went up in arms about yeah. this. See, what I think their biggest problem was they shouldn't have just made a horror movie with Slenderman as the villain. What yeah. they should have done was made a movie about the phenomenon of Slenderman. How this thing comes out that, like, petrifies so many people, causing all these uh, suicides and murders. And I think that's the more interesting story. That's more interesting than just or, making a regular Even if they movie. just made a straight, uh, like, actual feature of the documentary that yeah. came out, that could have been pretty interesting. And it, yeah. It I could have been, like, more yeah. of, like, a drama than an actual horror See, movie. that's what I would have been more interested yeah. in. I feel like just making a traditional horror movie with, but the, but it's Slenderman as the villain, so yeah. now we're gonna get all this money. Like, the, I, I just thought that was the wrong direction and the least interesting way to take it. So, yeah, Slenderman is later on my list. Great. It stunk. Yeah, it, it did. In our opinion. In our opinion. <laughs> And number three is a, a Netflix movie. I know you mm-hmm. didn't see this one. And it's from my... The love of my life, Adam Sandler. I love the guy. I really do. Mm. I've always have. He's been one of my childhood heroes. Mm. And I know... I Everything I hear about the guy, he's one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. He's always giving back to the fans. And what I do appreciate about him is he makes his movies for his audience because he, he mm-hmm. loves his fans. And 
There's a certain oh, if he loves his fans, he wouldn't make these movies. Well, there's there's fans of him that love these Netflix movies. These they generate a lot of viewers. That why do you think that he keeps getting allowed to make them? I don't. I think he could be doing more. But there's a lot of people that like these movies. And also another thing I appreciate him about him is he always has his friends back. He's always involved. He's always got. That's yeah. what I like watching about his movies. The one thing I like because they can't get work anywhere else. I know, but you know, like I just love that he's just always looking out for his friends. Like, like that would be like he's you. Your sole you, employer. That would be like you if you were like a director, always hiring your butt, making sure yeah. they were employed. Like, not giving. Yeah, but imagine if you were a working actor and I kept hiring you and stuff, but literally the only thing you did was my stuff because you couldn't get work anywhere else. Well, what, I, what is what else is Kevin James? They, they doing? still got money on the table, though. Yep. I mean, I mean you're still getting a living. I mean, you're yeah. probably not getting the most respect, but anyways, the movie is the week of, and <laughs> <laughs> all that to say, and it was just a dumb slapstick. Can we just have a reserve spot in our worst list for the ne- for the next Adam Sandler Netflix film every single yeah, year? Just, I think on I, it's all the last like couple of years, like it has been. <laughs> oh, great. But yeah, the mo- Adam Sandler is basically playing like a dad of a of. Of this woman who's getting married to this guy, and his dad is Chris Rock, and they mm-hmm. have to. There, he's like really rich, and Adam Sandler's family's like really poor, and mm-hmm. <laughs> tensions clash, and, and they all have to stay in one like house for like a week, and like it just the dumb, dumb, yeah, dumb gags, and Steve Buscemi plays a ridiculous oh, okay. character. <laughs> of course, he's in it, and like part, like I did honestly like laugh at a lot of the stuff because of how outrageously bad it was. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to. You say, weren't laughing with. I, yeah, I have to say this was a, a not a good. Yeah, movie. That, that's one I. That's one I very much. Skipped. Yeah, you you don't need to see unless I again again there are a lot yeah. of big. Fa- I will always acknowledge there are a lot of big fans of Adam Sandler and the comedy he does. See here, okay, here's what bothers me is that I feel like Adam Sandler knows that what he's doing a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's one thing Agreed. if he uh, believes in his stuff and he thinks it's great and he's putting it out. That's one thing. I think he knows what he's doing is shit, but he doesn't care because he's making money. And that's what bothers me. Because he could do better. He could make better films. He could put in more effort. But he knows, oh, if I put in just a little bit of effort, I'll make this much money. As opposed to putting in more effort. it's kind of like the Aquaman thing. Like, that movie made a lot of money, so they might be inclined to make more movies like that. These movies, they generate a lot of viewers. So, like, why would they... For Netflix. If you put out any of these Netflix movies in theaters, no one's going to give a fly. Agreed. That's why he doesn't have movies in theaters. But he has his market, and he's... He's doing what? Well, because I think the there's a lot less risk of watching something on Netflix than it is going to the theater. Yeah, to see I it. know, but I he he's successful at what he does now, and I also like that he still is taking dramatic roles, mm-hmm. like the what's the other, the one on Netflix called as well? Oh, Merowitz uh, uh, stories. That, and he also has Uncut Gems, a movie mm-hmm. that I'm very excited for. So I feel like as long as he's doing. A little bit of dramatic work, plus his Netflix stuff, I'm okay with he, it. But if you put in the slightest bit of effort, even those Netflix movies could be awesome. How Okay, how, look at how much viewership he gets and how much money he makes off of The Week Of or Sandy Wexler or any of these in their complete garbage. Imagine if he made a Netflix film that was awesome and it was the next great Adam Sandler comedy that everyone was raving about, do you know how much more money oh, he would make and how many I more did, viewers he would at get? At this point, I think his comedy days are done. It's just... But if he came... <laughs> everyone loves a comeback story. If he came yeah. back with the next Billy Madison or the next uh, Happy Gilmore or made the next big Adam Sandler comedy that everybody loved 
everything that he's making now and all the viewership he's getting now, double it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I think people... Because I think there's a lot of people, and then I think this even affects his dramatic career, that there's a lot of people, he keeps putting out shit after shit after shit, and people more and more turn off by him. And then when he goes and does something like Merowitz Stories or Rain Over Me, you don't know how many people I've told about Rain Over Me, and they're like, Adam Sandler and a drama? No, yeah. forget about it. They're, people just think of, they just think he's a joke. Does he have his fan base? Yes. It's a small fan base. But it's... I Most people, if you stop them on the street and you say, what are your thoughts on Adam Sandler? They'll probably say, he made some good movies 20, 30 years ago, but he's a joke now. I don't take him seriously. And then when he does do something that people should take seriously, like Rain Over Me, which I still contend he should have been nominated for an Oscar over Will Smith for Pursuit of Happiness... Well, would he have been lead or support? Lead. I would have said Adam Sandler for leading performance. Nah, that's close. I, I no. feel like if they were really... It would kind of be like Mahershala Ali in Green Book, where yeah. like he's kind of the lead, yeah. but they, they'll just, they would stick him in support. That's what yeah. I... If I yeah. was the studio, that's what I would well, do. I'm just saying, but, yeah. I think no, he, he absolutely yeah. deserved uh, he, an he, Oscar he, nomination yeah. that year, and probably the reason he didn't get it is because he's Adam Sandler. And nobody watched his movie. The movie wasn't really well received, though. But his performance, top-notch. I'm just saying, I think if he actually put more effort into these movies, and he very easily could, and they got, and he built up more of a reputation, and more people saw it, and they actually took him seriously, he could have a great career ahead of him. But he's settling for making shit Netflix movies that he knows will appease a certain group, and he knows that he doesn't have to put in a ton of effort for them to like the movie. And that that bothers me when a person... If a person just isn't good, they're just not good. What bothers me is when they are good, but they don't... They're not willing to put in the effort because they know if they don't put in effort, they'll still get decent results. That bothers me. He has Netflix special, though. That guy very... Yeah, like a yeah. 92 around... I want to watch it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, so... Anyways, that, that's my spiel on that. And my number two is Happy Time Murderers, but I understand Nathaniel <laughs> it, it comes has a, it on his list. Whoa, so we'll we're going to be talking about Happy Time Murders. Oh, yes, sir. All right. I'll take it away. All right, so let's um, let's go on to my five through two. Uh, my number five is a film we saw together. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't show up at all on your list. Uncle Drew. Oh. Uh, I, at the time, I, that I thought it was okay. Blew. With time, yeah, it's not the greatest That film. movie sucked. The comedy, terrible. Wasn't funny. I didn't laugh at all, I don't think. I didn't get it. It was just ridiculous. It it, it, it was a PG-13 comedy. And it, I, I feel like, honestly, I say that because I feel like there's a certain tone with a lot of PG-13 comedies where they can't really tell any jokes that are edgy. And so I mean, they just settle a, for shit. There's a lot jokes. of good PG-13 comedies. Oh, no, there are. But I, when I say a PG-13 yeah. comedy, I talk about the certain kind of comedy that can't go for the edgy humor. And they don't know what other jokes to tell. So they just kind of go for stupid, shitty jokes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it th- than that. But I feel like I didn't find any of the jokes funny. I, I didn't get into any of the characters. And I know probably there are some people who are follow basketball and so oh it's cool to see the basketball players That's why in a movie I somewhat like gotten I don't know who these guys are yeah, I don't yeah, know, I know a I single know. fucking thing about them so one of them plays for the Celtics Uncle Drew plays for the Celtics oh great great what are the Celtics you're Boston Celtics <laughs> I, I've, I've never watched Celtics before 
I don't give a shit. A movie fan over here. Yeah, movie fan <laughs> through and through. Get me real <laughs> actors. None of this basketball <laughs> bullshit. Kill O'Neal. He is awful. Yeah. I, I don't I it's just I, I wanted nothing to do with this movie. It, I just did I didn't think Tiffany Haddish was oh, funny. No, she is and garbage. I, when I saw Get Out, I yeah. love Lil Ray Howery. And yeah. I saw and I was excited to see him in this movie and then I thought he was wasted. I I I, I, just, I thought Nick Kroll was pretty funny. He had some decent parts. I don't know. I just I just thought the whole thing was ridiculous and I, I didn't get into it at all. So that that's my number five. My number four uh, Venom. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. My number three. We just talked about Slenderman. That's my number nice. three. Nice. My number two. I'm surprised isn't on your list. Uh, Hotel Hotel Artemis. That was a snooze fest, but it Ooh. just missed out on the. If I had a top ten, it that was been that was a that was a bad movie. I honestly, like, I don't even know what the hell happened to the. Th- I f- Nothing happened. A, I fell asleep okay. and the movie was when over. You look, if you told me there was a movie, yeah, that starred Jodie Foster. Jeff Goldblum, uh, Sterling K. Brown, uh, you had Charlie Day in there, you had... Uh, Dave Bautista, Sophia Batella. Ba- yes. Uh, oh, Zachary Quino. Yes, keeps going, it keeps going. And you told me you had all those uh, performers Brian in there. Brian Terry Henry. Yeah, you have all those performers in there. I'd be like, where do I sign up? <laughs> but then you give me Hotel Artemis. Literally... With a good premise, too. Yeah, great premise. This... This could have been like a John Wick kind of thing, and that's what I thought it was going to be. It ended up being a John Wick ripoff, really. Well, not even... There's two action scenes. And two action scenes, one... And they're both like two minutes each. (laughs) The rest of the movie is just walking and talking, sitting and talking, looking and talking. And I feel like some of the characters, like, like Charlie Day, I love the guy in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He has not really found his thing on screen. In, Horrible bosses. Yeah, I mean, okay, that one aside. I feel like he hasn't really found his groove on film yet, and I felt like this was just him doing his Charlie Day thing, which, I mean, get Charlie Day to do his oh, Charlie Day club. thing. Or no, fist fight. Yeah, he, he did that. <laughs> so he, That was a great one. Uh, I, I I hated Zachary Quinto. Oh, Quinto, he was garbage. He was, I thought Jodie Foster was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, doing some crappy accent. Dave Bautista uh, had nothing to do. Yeah, no. Uh, Sterling K. Brown was boring and bland. So it was just a boring, bland movie that had a lot of potential and could have been something really cool. And I thought it was going to be like a John Wick kind of thing and it just wasn't at all. It it could have been smooth and slick and really cool, but it, it wasn't. It was just boring and bland and nothing happened. Like, I don't think anything actually happened from the start of the movie to the end. Like, I think the I beginning of the movie... remember what The happened. beginning of the movie, they said Jeff Goldblum's character is coming. And yeah. at the end of the movie, he comes. And that's it. <laughs> that's that's literally the whole... The whole movie is the anticipation of Jeff Goldblum's character showing up. And then he shows up and you're like, okay, what next? And then the movie's over. <laughs> so, th- this movie, just bland, boring piece of... I didn't like it at all. So that oh. was yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't good. I but again, I fucking I fell asleep for most of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I I unfortunately stayed awake through the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so why don't you tell us what your number one well uh, I, worst movie of the year or least favorite movie of the year is? This was a, I had I had to put it in number one, even though I only saw thirty <laughs> minutes of this before. It was the only movie I like, walked out of like pretty much this year. It was. The only reason I, I was never planning on seeing this movie. I thought it looked absolutely horrendous. The only reason I saw it is 
I was going to see A Quiet Place that night with a friend of mine, and it was sold out. And it was either between this or or Truth or Dare, which pretty that could have also been on the list if yeah. I had saw it. So we ended up flipping a coin, and I lost. So <laughs> we ended up seeing Super Troopers two. Ugh, I'm sorry. I'm. So- I know this move, the first one and the sequel, probably, like, people, there's an audience, like, the Sandlot, and people like these movies. I I, I don't know what the fuck I was watching. It was her. Have you seen the first one? No. No. So, again, this movie wasn't for me, but I absolutely, this was the one movie where I absolutely couldn't, like, take it anymore. We had, (laughs) like, my friend turned to me and said, like, hey, do you want to get out of here? Well, it was, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, I, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, Rob Lowe like, is like flicking some guy's penis. And I was like, yeah, let's let's get out of it. Just the lowest of the lowest jokes. Just like poop, boobs, and dick fart sex jokes. Just, ugh, couldn't take it. That's I how I, a couple it. of years ago when Assassin's Creed came out, that's what it was like for me. I'm like oh watching God. it. I was like, I literally cannot stand any more of this movie come to find out there's another 40 minutes to an hour left of it. I would have either out. ended up taking a nap if we didn't leave, or mm. I would have just left and like saw another movie if we didn't <laughs> yeah. walk out completely. Wow. Yeah. I, again, like I don't, I only know the first 30 minutes, but I put this as my number one because I just, no film did I hate more than this, even <laughs> though I only saw it. I can't believe, at some point you'll have to watch the rest of the movie. No, I will never <laughs> watch it. I, I, what swear, if the, what? I swear to God, I had a friend at work who, mm-hmm. we don't really have the same movie opinion, but we're, mm-hmm. we talk about movies, and he was like, I, oh, I saw Super Troopers 2. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, oh, I walked out 30 minutes in. He was like, honestly, dude, after the first 30 minutes, I, like, I think it got a lot better. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> well, who knows? It could have ended up yeah. in your top 10 best films of the year after that. Well, maybe. Well, I guess we'll never know. The world may never know. <laughs> All right, and um, my number one least favorite film of the year is the aforementioned Happy Time Murders. Oh, Rob, just give it a chance. <laughs> Always give a movie a chance. I knew this was going to absolutely stink. This... <sighs> and it stunk. See, here's the thing. I always get tricked by great premises, and I think, and great potential. When I see a movie has great potential, I kind of get locked into that, and I am always holding out hope. Because I'm a creative person... And I appreciate creativity, and when I see an idea for a film that's creative, like, the idea of having this world where you have puppets and humans coexisting in this world, and you tell kind of like a like a, a gritty cop thing like that, and it's a comedy, I think that is a brilliant idea for a movie, and there's so much potential of what you could do with that film. And so when I hear that, and when I see that, I log on to that, and I say... I, I'm really curious to know what you're going to do with that. And then, it, and so the result is that when the movie comes out and it sucks, just flat out, nothing redeemable, just absolute trash, the, I, it, it hammers it in even more. And it makes it more of a disappointment, more of a letdown, because all I can think of is the potential that it could have had to be something excellent. And now we're probably never going to see a movie like this again. I don't It's completely squandered. <laughs> when, if you had had the right script and the right director and the right cast, you could have made an awesome, awesome movie with the same basic premise instead of what we got. 
So that's what kills me. That's what kills me. Sometimes I can become... I'll always hold on to the hope of what a movie could be. And it just makes it even more disappointing and even more of a letdown when that great creative premise goes to complete waste. Well, this is a movie that was has been in development for like 10 to 15 years almost. And it was originally right. supposed to star Jamie Foxx as the Melissa McCarthy lead. And it started out as just being like an actual like crime right. drama with yeah. puppets. And then it transitioned. That could have been cool. And then it transitioned into comedy. And you get yeah. segments of both in this movie, I feel like. Yeah. But it just felt like a hodgepodge yeah. of all these different ideas shoved into one movie yeah. that did not work but at all. The pro- I don't mind it being a comedy. The problem for me is that even though it's an R-rated film, this was made for 12-year-olds. Agreed. This was literally... But 12-year-olds can't even see it, so exactly. that's the problem. It's exactly. the same it's thing with a lot of movies. Like, you, can make a, you could make this into a great comedy, and it would have been fun and enjoyable, but literally, like kind of like what you're saying with Super, uh, Super Troopers 2, yeah. lowest common denominator, uh, like kind lowest... Of humor. Like, lowest humor possible, like literally just pure, like, hey, oh. look, boobs. <laughs> That's oh funny. My. Get it, boobs. <laughs> I'm sh- I, I don't oh, know. look, puppets are having sex. I know sex. <laughs> you laughed at the scene in the trailer, or whatever, when he like. Well, yeah, the first time I saw it, I did. I from there, yeah. I knew this thing was gonna stink. The first time I saw that scene, yeah, it was funny for the first time. And then I saw it in every other trailer. And when I see it in the movie, and that's the best gag they have or in the, the actual scene where, movie, like, the, the octopus is milking the cow. Come on. Come on. It, they the, they the, had a good idea of a premise for a film, and they had nothing else. The one scene I did chuckle at was when the, the brother of the main puppet was, like, in the hot tub, and, and like, they just they sent that dog yeah. in, and he, like, tore him to shreds. <laughs> that was the one scene that I liked. Other than that, I, like... It I just... The comedy the was just... It was so low. <laughs> like, like, it... Like, I honestly feel like... They were like, let's make this movie that 12-year-old twelve year old boys are going to love. And yeah. they made that movie, and they made it R because, that, I mean, that's what they're going to like. But even though 12-year-olds yeah. can't see it. Exactly. If I'd and that's this, why I made no money. If we were 12 when we saw this movie, I feel like we would have been like, oh, yeah, happy time money. <laughs> and, like, and you have two lead characters, and... Not one of them is likable or redeemable in any way, in my opinion. Melissa McCarthy is horrendous in this movie. She needs to... Talk about stopping comedy. She needs to stop doing comedy. Oh, my God. She's a pretty good actor, but this is horrendous. And stop working with your husband, too, while we're at it. (laughs) Yeah. He was in the movie, too. Great. Great. Love it. Uh, Yeah, And they wasted... They absolutely wasted Stanley Yelnats. Was that his last? No, that was uh, that, that Stanley Yelnats was from Holes. Stanley Hudson. <laughs> Where did you pull that one out of? From Holes. Yeah. Stanley, Stanley Hudson. Hudson. They wasted Stanley Leslie Hudson. Ba- Leslie Stanley David Baker. Stanley Hudson. They pretzel wasted. Day. <laughs> pretzel. But on Pretzel Day, <laughs> everything's all right. Did I stutter? <laughs> yeah, no, they wasted him. They wasted him. My Rudolph was Joel McHale was horrendous. Oh my god, he was so bad. Oh my god, he I was sat so bad. in that theater. I I know I did not make a single noise. <laughs> I did not make. I didn't laugh. I didn't chuckle. I think I might have smirked once. I, I think, think there I made, was like, one time noises. where where not even a full smile, half of my lips somewhat smirked and went up upwards <laughs> into a smirk, and that happened like once or twice. This movie was. Absolutely atrocious. Thank God this one didn't make movie. 
Um, money. M- money, excuse yeah. me. Th- this was... Oh, if we had to see another one of these... Jesus. God. Probably never will. It would probably be called Happy Time Murders Resurgence or, <laughs> or some bullshit like that. And like, I hope they don't take this and they're like, oh, movies with puppets can't work. Because I love the, those Muppet yeah. movies that came out a couple of years ago. And I think there is a place for a an adult uh, puppet movie. And I haven't I seen know. it. I feel like Well, they've made it bit... in the past. Yeah, but... Uh, I, Peter Jackson made yeah, but that movie didn't make any money. Well, I feel it like didn't make I money, but... I just don't feel like there's an... It could be good. I just... I honestly yeah. don't feel like there's that big of an audience. I think even when adults see puppets, even yeah. if it's an art, I think they're just like, whatever. I don't think they yeah. care. Like, the people like us, that would be interested. Well, in and it, I think but... people are less inclined to go see one now yeah, after yeah, Happy Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you made one that was awesome, and it was... I, if it was a comedy, if the humor was incredible and it worked on all levels, or if it was just a straight... Uh, crime drama and it was just awesome but it was with puppets and they used it well and it didn't feel like a gimmick or whatever if they made one really well i think it could do well maybe uh or or at least they it would do well enough that they would make another one and then that one could do well so i i i just oh god this movie was a mess i i want to stop talking about it before like my blood pressure goes through the roof thinking about this piece of shit in my opinion in my opinion (laughs) i know there are some people out there who love happy time murders and if you do power to you. Oh, I know one. Anyways, um, so that was our uh, least favorite films of 2018. Uh, once again, just to round it off, Rob, why don't you tell us what your list is? All right. Um, cheese, a gallon of milk, uh, a loaf of bread. Oh, that's my grocery list. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my honorable mention number three is Hunter Killer, two, Mile 22, and one, Aquaman, and then. My least favorite films is uh, five Venom, four Slender Man, three The Week of, two Happy Time Murders, and one Super Troopers two. Okay, um, for my least favorite films of the year, dishonorable mentions number three was Upgrade, number two was Game Night, number one was Aquaman, and then my five through one was number five was Uncle Drew, number four was Venom, number three was Slender Man, number two was Hotel Artemis, my number one. Worst or least favorite film of 2018 was The Happy Time Murders. Uh, so that is our least favorite films of 2018 uh, as part of our uh, wrapping up 2018 editorial series. Once again, I am your host, Nathaniel Molnar, and Rob Jaginta, our co-host, thanks for being here. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Yep. We lost a lot this year with uh, <laughs> the least favorite films of 2018. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe for more content. And be sure to follow us on all of our various social medias, at MovieParadise99. And all of our wrapping up 2018 lists, are they're up on YouTube. They're also available on Spotify and iTunes. You can search them under the Movie Paradise Podcasts. So uh, until we talk about the next part in our wrapping up 2018 editorial series, thanks for listening.